at some point there's an end and that's what makes the whole thing sort of encapsulated and awesome and it doesn't mean that you don't see those actors in other shows down the road exactly right so. that's ex- that's a great metaphor there welcome to think act get with james shramko and ezra firestone what you think determines how you act which results in what you get so join in now as we discuss how you can think differently act faster and get high performance results in your business Hey there, listener. Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here with my co-host, as always, James Shramko. James, how you doing, man? Good, thank you. Ezra, how are you? I'm good, and I'm a little, you know, I'm, I'm, in, a, I'm in a bit of an emotional state because this is a special episode. This is our first ever two-word episode, and those two words are the end. That's an ominous title. What could it possibly mean? Yeah. Well, um, just to bring you into the room, listener, uh, James and I have actually been on the, uh, the, a call for about 35 minutes now, starting off from an apology from me to him. Basically, what we realized is that, you know, hey, everything comes to an end, and this episode is the end of Think I Get. And we'll talk to you about kind of where things are going from here and, um, you know, how we feel about that. But, uh, Anything you want to add to that, James? Yeah, like you said, it's the the first two-word episode. It's going to be the last one. Um, but it is important to note that regardless of what's happening with Think, Act, Get, we're still going to be talking as we do because we are friends. We often see each other face-to-face. And I've uh, regularly had you on my other podcast over at superfastbusiness.com as a special guest. So we're going to continue doing those segments. And you'll continue to be on Smart Marketer. On you know We've done several videos on Smart Marketer. Exactly. Yeah, I've appeared at your Smart Marketer live event. Uh, we've, we've done um, – one of our favorite things is doing event recaps. And uh, I've obviously loved talking to you about e-commerce, which is your super strength and specialty. And – in some ways, I think the e-commerce success that you've had has contributed to the ending of Think at Get in a, a really a positive scenario where it's just become so successful that it is where your creative attention is required right now. And that is, um, that's really a fantastic outcome when it's kind of like when someone starts a business and it goes so well that they need to bring in someone to start managing it because it gets more successful than than where they're able to contribute to it. And I think that's what's happened here is that um, each of us have been doing our thing and going well with it and it's just time for a shift. Like some of the very best uh, TV series that you've ever watched that finished I don't know, maybe Friends or Breaking Bad, whatever you got into, at some point there's an end and that's what makes the whole thing sort of encapsulated and awesome. And it doesn't mean that you don't see those actors in other shows down the road. Exactly right. So, that's ex- that's a great metaphor there. You will be appearing on my show and I'll be appearing on yours. So we're still open to ideas and, and feedback. But what I'm realizing as I've, as you know, I've got multiple podcasts it's time to to close down the individual podcasts and to put my energy into the one place and if you remember the previous episode episode 73 we're talking about simplify if i were to start again 
I would probably have done guest speakers on my own show and that would have allowed me to create sort of mini shows within my show, which I have done since I decided that that was a good strategy. And I've done it with expert guests like Clay Collins, for example. I've had him over and over and over again on my Superfast Business podcast. And I'm not sorry that we did think at Get because we got to meet fantastic people like Greg Merrilies, who's probably our biggest fan, the amazing designer who sent us logos and T-shirts and... We got uh, we got the joy of rolling Carol, which, by the way, let's just do real yeah, quick. Let's roll Carol one last time. Weekly willpower wager. <laughs> <laughs> the roll, the Carol roll, every episode has been one of my favorite parts. You know, we did seventy four episodes over nearly five years, which is, um, I want to say, by far the longest I've ever participated in a joint venture uh, in business. Actually, knowing you, Ezra, and your appetite for new things and you know how how curious you are and how i guess you've got a your attention span can wander which i think is a really marvelous asset of yours which that's allowed you to come up with well greatest strength greatest weakness right you know one of the things that yeah i think so it's well as long as you've got a handler you're fine um <laughs> but it's allowed you to be yeah it's allowed you to innovate with things like your video marketing and your the e-commerce things you're doing things that other people might figure out years and years down the track and and maybe they'll figure it out faster if they're getting advice from you over at your Smart Marketer website. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I've really picked up from you over the last five years that's been one of the main reasons for the scale and success of my companies is focusing on what I'm strong at and bringing in things like project management and structure and, you know, uh, team. Like, man, when I met you, I didn't have a team, right? And most of what I know about team building, I learned from you. So, like, just like the, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, big, a big five years. It's been a lot of fun. So since January 2013, and and we're recording this uh, in October 2017, we have had an epic run. And I've watched you almost grow up, actually. You're still very young. And uh, over that that last half a decade, wow, you've you've really put some traction there. You've added decamillions to your annual revenue. You have implemented the things we, we have talked about. Now, our dialogue will continue. It's just that we're not going to be publishing well, it'll be some of our conversations. Behind the scenes, <laughs> silver circle yeah. dialogue, you know. Exactly. Definitely grown up in business. But we'll t- we'll take the highlights. I think that's really an accurate description that I have like come of age in business, you know, over the last half a decade. It's been really fun. I think it's um it's a joy to watch and it's, you know, it's given me tremendous satisfaction and validation as uh, um, someone trying to transfer these ideas and concepts from large businesses. Like at one point, it was probably about 13 or 14 years ago now, the business that I was working in was doing around $100 million revenue. And I can see your business exceeding that. Uh, Even though it's in a slightly different medium, it has some similar attributes of physical product, it has you have better margins of course and uh, you can take advantage of all of the innovations that give you that sort of step up in the market where you're competing i'm pleased for where it's going for you and i completely understand and i think our listener will too why it's harder for you to schedule calls and to switch gears from doing this big 
e-commerce stuff and then to hop into the studio and create something like this is really taking you off track at times. So um, that's why a smart market has been a good fit for you because it's just you having a conversation or a dialogue around the things you're doing in the e-commerce business. And someone might be sitting back thinking, well, Ezra's doing so well with e-commerce. Why would he even bother publishing information on how to do videos and stuff? Why do you bother with the smart marketer brand? I think that would be a, a good thing to ask you. Do you want to do that on this episode? You want to say super fast business because one of the super fast business members pinged you behind the scenes, asked that question like, okay, I'm sure this guy's doing well, but what's his, what's his, you know, story here because a lot of people who see what I'm up to and see my my numbers have have a similar question. So I have a, I have a response, obviously, that I've thought of. Well, I think it's relevant because if ThinkActGet is closing down because of uh, where you need to direct your energy, would the same thing happen to Smart Marketer or is it a different situation? Yeah, I think it's totally different because ThinkActGet for me was a way to explore ideas around how to show up as a human being in my life that related back to my business and for you as well. And I think we've both, both through think act get, you know, matured as people and really explored these ideas of like beyond business, but also relating back to business. What kind of people do we want to be in the world? And how does that, how do, how does our behaviors and actions and what we think affect like our whole life? And what smart marketer is for me is a literal um, journal of my business experience, a journal of what's happening in my businesses. It's how I journal. And the thing about smart marketer is like, oh, why would you do that if you're making so much money doing e-commerce? Well, let's explore some actual numbers here, James. So you look at boom in 2016 at 17 point some odd million dollars in revenue, right? Um, and we'll be higher here in 2017. I think we're going to break that 20 million mark, which is great. Um, Profit-wise, we're running at about a 25% margin, right? So there's a good chunk of profit there. But, and Boom is an asset that I can sell, right? But if you look at Smart Marketer, um, what it, it generates near the same amount of profit at less than a third of the revenue. So it's a much more profitable business model from, from that standpoint. And it's a cash flow business model. Like Smart Marketer, I can't sell because it's built on my personality. I think you can, but it would take a few years to transition you out of the front line in a yeah. similar way that clay collins segued out of lead pages from the front lead pages being uh well it's one of the reasons why i built zipify right was to have a a brand that wasn't connected to my personal name that could be an asset-based business but if you if you go back though in the history like before lead pages was lead player and that was very much mm -hmm. clay collins off the back of his podcast it was him underneath the staircase on video Upfront personal, that was that was the business. So uh, we'll definitely talk about that one behind the scenes. Yeah. I believe I could s sell super fast business and I believe you could sell smart marketer. So don't write it off yet, but uh, I, I get what you're saying. I have written it off because I'd, I'd love to discuss that. And it was one of the reasons why I built Zipify in addition to loving uh, e-commerce app development and doing all the dev work anyways for my stores, might as well open source it to people. I also looked at it as here's a way to generate an asset-based business rather than a cash flow only business from this community that I'm already serving. I think the second thing to note is that teaching brings me joy. I'm so, I feel like I found something that I'm really good at. I just kind of stumbled on it and like I've been able to make an impact on a lot of people's lives and that feels really good. It's a source of um, sort of like padding my ego and making me feel like I'm doing good work in the world. So it's like, 
I really enjoy teaching and I'm really good at it and it's profitable and it allows me to journal what I'm up to in my e-commerce business and actually uh, learn e-commerce better. So by going back through it all and sharing what's working, I become better at my craft, which is what I've always found. It's like my tagline at Smart Marketer is serve the world unselfishly and profit. And I feel like just the, it's actually a description of what's happening. Like I'm out there sharing what's working for me. And then I end up profiting just by the act of sharing. I become better at my craft. So, um, I've really enjoyed it and it's a good model and it's a model that I like. And, um, it's different than think at get because it's more of a catalog of my e-commerce sort of exploits, if you will, rather than a sort of creative conversation, exploring, ideas of how to be a better person in the world. You know what I mean? I do. And I think it's worth just, um, I think you answered that really well. And I think it's worth just having a little reflection on, you know, where we've come. We started off with our willpower episode way back in January, 2013. And I, I want to say from a personal perspective, I've had a lot of change as a result of our Think at Get podcast to the extent where I'm just writing my first proper book at the moment. And I was talking about this concept that the way that we think um, determines how we act, which results in what we get. And I do believe this core principle has been useful. And each of these single topic episodes we've done uh, has brought out a discussion. We've often debated, we've taken uh, controversial points of view, we've Mentioned everything from the dude. We did an episode on sex <laughs> with your mom that had my mom as a guest. We did. Okay. We we had. Uh, <laughs> we've had some crazy <laughs> topics. We did an episode on stick itiveness. I didn't even know that was a word until that episode. Yeah. Um, we've <laughs> covered everything from podcasts to videos. Um, the one we never got to, and I'm oh, almost relieved. Oh, the R word. The yeah, R -word. the religion episode. Uh, you know, I'd been <laughs> stockpiling notes for that one. It's su such a <laughs> stick of dynamite, and we we can uh, leave that one alone, which is cool. That would be look. That could, we can just put that on on the site as the seventy fifth episode with just nothing nothing there. That is our religion episode. Literally, that's our religion episode, dude. It's just blank. I tell you what. Uh, I think the most significant thing is when we did our Hawaii Think Act Get Retreat. We we did. The one I think we said that that it would be exclusive, and we weren't sure if we would do another one. At this stage, there was one only ever, and it was that event four years ago, where you took me surfing. I mean, I think that in a way, Maldives is a spinoff of that. In a way, right? Of course it is. Of course it is. I was saying that that Hawaii trip changed my life profoundly uh, to the point where I've got a, a surf brand now. I surf every day. I've lost uh, lots and lots of pounds. I'm fitter and healthier and stronger than I've been for decades, like not since the 90s. Wow. I'm serious. Wow. I've found my old notebook of my measurements of my bicep and my stomach and size and my pulse rate, fitness. Like it, it – if Think Out Get only resulted in that one change for me, then it was all worth it. And if any one of our episodes, including this one, from the start to now, has had even a small impact, if it was just a ripple on a pond for someone else or a butterfly wing causing a butterfly effect for someone else, which I suspect it has from the comments, then 
it's been an amazing experience. I've learned so much. It's it really brought us together as fantastic friends and brothers in a way uh, on different sides of the world. And uh, it's it's just been amazing. And uh, I think at, at, at the moment our plan is to just leave the website up and uh, leave it there as a, a little legacy of what we did. I, I don't know if it'll come down sometime in the future, but uh, it has. it's really brought a lot of people into my world uh, who have found this or been referred to it. So I'm grateful for it as a, an activity. It's, it's been a, a great creative pursuit for me outside of the other things that I do. So uh, I'm yeah. really happy that we did it. Me too. I don't think I could have said that any better. I'm so with you on all of that, and I, I don't think we should. I don't think we should take it down. I think we should leave it for people, um, because it's a it's a beautiful catalog of content. I mean, really, there's there's some like I often find myself going back and listening to an episode. I mean, maybe that's narcissistic, but every now and again, I'll just grab an episode of Think That Get and listen to it and be like, oh my, like oh yeah, this lesson, because it's also like almost a catalog of the lessons that we've learned that I've learned in life over the last five years. I mean, each one of these episodes was coming from some, some lesson that I was learning, you know? So, um, it's a fun archive of like, you know, growth lessons. Yeah. And I think this is, this is the situation now with, um, simplifying our focus. You're getting onto your e-commerce stuff and your education business and your software I'm getting on with my coaching. I do a lot of private coaching now inside Superfast Business, which I wasn't doing when we started this show and wasn't even doing it a year ago, is um, personal private coaching. And that's where I've been getting. Yeah. I just, what was the guy's name? Ken Burns or something? The guy who copied your website? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. We don't know his name. But I, anyways, I saw some guy. I know his name. I was, it was on the cease and desist. But uh, it's... it's uh, yeah, it's it's funny, um, but it's you know it's obviously been going well for yeah, me, and it's probably. tempting for people to think oh, I'll just do that. But it's not quite as easy as that. I'm very lucky that I have been in the market for nearly a decade. I started that community nine and a half years ago, so it uh, it's got a lot of traction and it's it's getting great results. So I'm happy to spend my time there, and I'll be uh, and people have noticed they say actually since the Maldives the last Maldives that the content I've been publishing is the next level from where it was so I agree that the Maldives has been the legacy from Hawaii uh, now I don't think we're doing a news section in this but I will just throw this in since I got back uh, last month from the Maldives I made 10 spots available and already Eight of them have sold for wow. next year. That's a wow. year away. So, you know, it's it's a testimony to the event. A good chunk of those are people rebooking because they had such a wow. good experience. And it's kind of like this repeat family now who can come back. But there are still a couple of spots for outsiders. And I decided to put it on a six pay since we've got a year to, to the event. I thought that was quite a sensible way for people to approach it just to put a little bit away each month for six months and their trips paid for yeah that's uh that's really smart that's also amazing that what eight of 15 or something are sold out eight of 10 there's only 10 spots next time and eight are already gone uh so i'm you know i'm going to continue doing bespoke events like that because this is my passion now it's it's 
being in an amazing place with amazing people with a high contact level, high access level, and and really get you can get so deep and that it's impossible for someone to go on a trip like that and not be profoundly changed and unless they were the most in, incredible introvert known to man and stayed in their cabin and never left. <laughs> it's impossible. I think, and we talked about this in the rest episode that, and I don't think this gets a lot of play, but it's like, if you're going to like, everyone's focus is on production, 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 hustle, grind work. But I think that actually like you've got to have an equal and opposite, um, almost relaxation, detachment, chill out routine, or you just are not going to be able to sustain and your production's not going to be as good as it could. So it makes a lot of sense that you give people the opportunity to really just disengage in a way that also is productive because they're stimulating conversations um, is just a beautiful thing. Well, that's that's really what I'm doing. Like my mega project, the thing that will replace Think At Get and my other podcast, Freedom Ocean, which we stopped as well, um, for a slightly different reason, but um, I, I'm also likely to roll up all of my podcasts and just do super fast business. I think that makes sense. But my big focus now, Ezra, is the book. And I have a feeling once I publish one book that I'll keep doing that because now that I know the process, yeah, you it's know, it's just going to be significantly easier. There's a big barrier to publishing the first book. I also think in this in the spirit of uh, documenting what's working for you, like, you know, I want to at some point write a book. So if you, you know, share what you found through the process, I'm sure a ton of people in the community will be interested in hearing. How, obviously, I'll promote, promote your book. Well, I'm def- definitely uh, going to be asking uh, people who I've been on podcasts with if they'd like to talk to me yeah. about the book. So that could be an episode on on the, the show as well. Uh, but the, the whole... Um, the whole point of this book is to work less and make more. And it's the things that I've learned from coaching so many people. And I absolutely wholeheartedly agree with you. It is absolutely possible to to make more and to work less. There's just a defined limit to how much you can work. And beyond that point, you get blunt, you get sloppy, you get uh, you could you could start to lose your health. You could start to become angry. You you could you know and and people have noticed in my life I've just gone the other way. I'm I'm getting happier and nicer and uh, more relaxed, healthier and and fitter. But the thing is, I'm still making more profit than ever before and still building assets to sell because I've got it figured out and I'm going to be sharing that in the book. So I th- I think it's good that we've. You know, for every time that we would have recorded an episode here, I'll just work on producing something to go towards the book, and it's going to come out in a different medium. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, I look forward to that book. And I want to say, you know, a parting word to all Think, Act, Get listeners. Um, you know, we always say what you think determines how you act, which results in what you get, and that we do this episode for, for you guys. Like the whole, that we do this podcast, like there's no... Like we do this because we think that it will be beneficial um, for you as a business owner, for you as a person. And so thank you for all. I know there's tons of you who've been here with us since episode one, you know, um, who've been Think at Get fans. And we really appreciate you spending your time with us. And we look forward to producing more and different kinds of content for you in the future. And we encourage you to go back. And if you like Think at Get, you know, repetition gets a bad rap. Somehow when you're a kid, it's okay to love the, uh, the same movie and want to watch it 10 times in a row. But as you get older, repetition becomes not cool for some reason but 
one of the things that I've found is that actually I learned this from James Schramko, right? This is one of your sayings, repetition creates mastery, you know? Um, so I, uh, I think you should. Well, it's like if you think of a rock band, uh, they kind of rely on repetition. <laughs> you know, if you think of your favorite song, how many times might you have heard that? Maybe not just once. And it it is worth, like I often reread the classic books that help me along my way and I pick up different things out of them and, and I notice where I've changed position. On I re-listened re, uh, to a Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy uh, last year and that was the thing that I'd played so much on my cassettes I'm talking in the 90s it was probably 1993 I had a copy of this uh, psychology of selling I played it so much that I wore it out like it broke and I bought a new set and then when I was listening to it last year there was such a so, so many familiar things that I'd learnt then that became part of my sales DNA and then there were some other things that I now would strongly object to based on things I've learned since there because there are some some sort of outdated concepts that that over time I've shifted on. So it's even good to stimulate thought. Uh, if you were to listen to Think At Get in hindsight, you will find episodes on Ezra's banana fetish. <laughs> uh, you, you'll oh um, hear about some sort of shady constructions in his backyard. Oh, my and, God. Uh, land beavers? We got rodent. We went into land yeah, beavers? rodent challenges. Uh, oh, my God. There's been some good stuff. Man. So much. Um, Ezra, it's been amazing. Thank you, brother. Uh, I really appreciate everything we've done, and I look forward to having you on my other podcast shortly to continue our discussions. Likewise. Likewise. All right, guys. We're over and out. The end. This has been another episode of Think, Act, Get with James Schramko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free.